welcome into another edition of Chalk Talk from the Denver Pioneers as uh, we hit the middle of the month of September as uh, fall sports season is underway and thrilled to be joined uh, here for our second edition of Men's Soccer Chalk Talk by the Jack and Sheila Weinberg head men's soccer coach Jamie Franks who joins us. Uh, coach, what's going on? Good to see you again. Yeah, just uh, fortunate to be out there playing and, uh, you know, just try, trying to take it one day at a time, so... It is uh, fantastic to see you guys back out there. I know uh, the home portion of the schedule, uh, a really good crowd in the house on Friday. We're going to talk about that one coming up here uh, in a little bit. But the last time we talked, preseason getting set to go uh, off the exhibition matches and and kicking things off in the regular season. And since then, it seems like you've really gotten to see a lot of growth from this team already. You lose uh, in the opener to a really, really good Oregon State team uh, out of the Pac-12. But unbeaten in your last four since then, you get a 1-0 win at Portland, a 1-1 draw against a top-10 team uh, in SMU on the road. Uh, and you kick the season off going on the road to take on some really different non-conference opponents. Um, when you do that, especially with a young team, how do you feel like going on the road, getting those experiences um, for your guys? How did you see them grow in that early stretch? Yeah, I mean, I think it's all experiential learning. You know, that's that's our job is to put them in, you know, in environments where, the, you know, they're, they're, they're asked to grow and, and, and they're challenged and there's adversity and you know, uh, we've been in the NCAA tournament, you know, two or three times uh, undefeated, and that doesn't necessarily prepare you uh, for knockout football. You know, to, to win a national championship is is to win six knockout games, and and um, with that, uh, you know, the margins are so small. If if you look at the first game of the season, Oregon State, uh, you know, uh, we had a penalty kick call that it, it's unfortunate. You know, when you when you watch it back, it's not a PK, but that's that that's the way the game's called, and 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 you know, they have one shot and then all of a sudden they get a free, you know, PK and, and, and you're down to nothing. And then when, and then we make a mistake right after that. And all of a sudden you're down to nothing in a game where you're just like, wait, this is somewhat even. And if better, you know, we had some good chances in the game. And so uh, I was just so proud of the response from the group. Um, no finger pointing, no, you know, no victims, you know, not, you know, not blaming other people. There's a lot of ownership in that group. And, you know, those, those kind of tough moments, um, if dealt with properly, uh, you know, accountability, discipline, things like that uh, can really, you know, grow you. And so for us, you know, the guys don't start school until this week. And so it's important that we're out on the road. And, and um, you know, after this next weekend, you know, most of our games are just Saturday, just one game a week. And so we probably took on a little bit of a heavier load than most would to begin the season. Um, but now as time goes on, uh, you know, what, you know, uh, once we get through this next weekend, it's really one game a weekend. And, uh, you know, that should help us, um, you know, prepare them properly. Jamie, for your guys, you give up three goals in the opener since then, two combined. Uh, and this unbeaten stretch now is hit four. You get a couple of home wins, uh, one nothing over uh, Evansville and 2-1 over Cal State Fullerton. And um, for your guys to be able to, like you said, kind of get um, the, the early season lessons under your belt, return home, um, you know, to have fans in the stands is awesome. And I know the atmosphere on Friday uh, sounds like it was pretty incredible. To have those guys now back in their own surroundings, their own building, um, playing on a pitch in front of a crowd that was boisterous and was loud and was behind them uh kind of a two-part question one to see them respond to the the loss to open the season now with four straight unbeaten is pretty impressive but two just how satisfying and emotional is it to be back in those circumstances where you get to play in front of your friends you get to have what feels like a normal season yeah i mean and you, you know half the roster is colorado guys and, and they're from the clubs that are here and the clubs that support us and their ball boys you know guys were you know came to camp they're ball boys we've been watching them 
you know, for, for quite a bit of time, you know, we, we take a lot of pride in being a you know, member of this community. And, you know, we're always so interested in guys that take, uh, you know, pride in, in, in Denver because, you know, it's a city and it's just more than just a school. And so, you know, there's not many private schools that are, that are built for the public good. And so we want people that are engaged and to play in front of the fans. It's everything, you know, the, the fo football is nothing without fans. And I think we've, you know, we, over the past two years, we've struggled with that. So to finally be home, to finally be, you know, on, uh, you know, on Pioneer Field, it's awesome. It's, you know, it's the, it's, it's what really, um, you know, makes the memories up for these guys. And, and, you know, I think you mentioned it, but, you know, when you play on the road, you have to play a certain style on the road. When you play at home, you can play a little bit different. You know, I, I don't know our exact record, but it's like 90 and eight or 90 and 10, something at home. We play more up-tempo. We play a little bit more free. We take more risk. And, and uh, you know, that's hard. That's hard to ask the team to kind of change. You know, it, it, if you look at some of the bigger teams around the country, you know, they don't really play many road games. And so for me, that doesn't prepare them when they actually do have to play in the road and either play low block or mid block defending and counter. Um, so I've just been really happy with the guys because, you know, we are objective based evidence based, uh, you know, training. And, and, and if you really look at, Hey, when we started preseason, you know, what do we want to accomplish? You know, we're slowly starting to check things off and, and, you know, the, this past weekend, uh, you know, the games won nothing to one, um, in full transparency that they, they shouldn't have been close. You know, the one game should have been four, nothing. The other one, you know, should have been four, one, three, one, something like that. And, uh, you know, it's just the first time that we've, you know, been in that sort of, um, position where we're, where we're dominant and now we need to finish those chances. And so, uh, you know, with each kind of game, I think that there's been like a, a glaring, uh, weakness of ours. Uh, and we've gotten better at it than come get, you know, from game two to game three, game three to game four, because the guys want to take ownership of it. You know, they, they, uh, you know, they want to talk about it. They want to take ownership of it and they want to, you know, they want to get it right. And, 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 and so for us, it's just about taking each game, you know, as an experience and learning from it. David, let's talk about uh, kind of a legacy point for uh, for DU soccer on October 15th, Denver Athletics uh, Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Nat Borchers, who had a, a great collegiate career at DU, a pro career. He's going to go into the, the DU Athletics Hall of Fame. 340 MLS matches over his professional career, a couple of MLS cups. Um, for somebody like that, and I know he was a little bit before your time, but the impact that someone like that has on the program and kind of leaving that legacy and being able to, to show that you can go on and do these tremendous things on the stage after after the collegiate stage. Um, what does that mean to you guys as a program to have somebody like that and to have that recognition now coming back home at Denver? Yeah, you know, I think we always try to teach our guys that, you know, uh, leadership starts with by example and modeling behavior. And I think what we're most proud about, uh, you know, having Nat where uh, the University of Denver is the type of character he is. You know, uh, all of the extracurricular stuff that he does off the field in the community, you know, the type of guy that he is, the leader, he's the captain, he's the guy that's always unselfish, um, you know, and, and, and I think he's probably, um, you know, made a name for himself as a hard-nosed, everyday, uh, you know, defender, and, 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 and that's what we take pride in. Um, as far as me and, you know, my relationship with him, he's always reaching out to us. Uh, he's always following the guys. He's always watching games. And, and um, you know, there was a game back in 2015 or 2016 that he came out and he watched us play Portland. And uh, we're, you know, undefeated. We're in the top five in the country. Uh, and we tied the game 0-0. Zero, zero. Uh, we were not good on the night. Uh, it was one of the worst games that the team had played all year. And he came in with this sort of energy and this renewed passion about the way that these guys were defending. Uh, and I think he said something like, uh, I need defending like I need air. 
Uh, you know, that's how I breathe. And, and, you know, the guys that were around there and, and, and I still try to kind of, uh, you know, give that story to guys is, is um, a lot of people don't take uh, pride in blocking and doing all the dirty work and doing all the cover work and, and, you know, um, you know, being a good defender first. And, and, and it's just, um, you could tell what his mentality was even as a fan, <laughs> you know, as alumni to us. Just to tell you that you know he needs defending to breathe, and 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 that's who he was, and you know we're just so proud of him, and to get in our Hall of Fame, it's you know it's kind of just the beginning because I think if you kind of start to look at the body of work that the program's had over the past you know two decades, there's a lot of success and there's a lot of trophies, uh, you know that have won. There's a lot of All Americans that you know, and there's just a lot of low senior class, um, and we just believe that all those awards come from you know the team success. So. Pumped about Nat. Pumped about what type of character he is, and uh, you know, most of all, uh, you know, he needs uh, he needs defending to breathe, and that's something that we will we'll never forget. And for anybody uh, who wants some more information and to register for the uh, the induction ceremony, you can go to DenverPioneers.com slash Hall of Fame for that. Uh, Jamie, you got a couple more non-conference games coming up uh, in this slate, at least, of non-conference matches. You'll get Air Force. You'll get Gonzaga. Um, when you look at what you want to see your team improve on most over the next um, you know few weeks now as you get closer and closer, not even a few weeks, uh, to conference play, for those next two games, what are you focused on most? Yeah, I think every game has been a little bit different with the game trend and what it looks like. And, you know, uh, we haven't really put together a full 90 minutes. I thought we've had 45 minutes here, 60 minutes there. Uh, you know, and I think what it looks like when it's not going our way is more important. You know, are we collective? Are we still urgent? You know, are we being proactive with our positioning? You know, things like that. Um, you know, but I think above anything else, what we need to do is we need to finish some of these chances. Um, you know, you'd be more concerned if we weren't, um, you know, getting many chances. We have so many chances, um, you know, good, good quality chances. And that's not even some of the box score. You know, some of them don't even, aren't even resulting in shots, uh, you know, and that's problematic. So for us, you know, it's just about taking uh, advantage of those opportunities more. Uh, the good news for the team is like, we're not just relying on one player. We're not just relying on one pattern of play. Uh, you know, that are greater than chances. Um, you know, we've been able to do it in a multitude of uh, ways. And so for us, it's just about capitalizing those things and not losing sight about our principles of play, right? Like we work from in to out, we work collective and just making sure that we have, uh, you know, clean sheets. When you guys get a chance to to move into Summit League play, and obviously, um, you know, your focus is on the next two games, but you are always uh, going into Summit League season, kind of the team with the target on your back, because you got 13 in the last 15 trophies. And I know we talked in our first talk, talk about, you know, being picked second in the league this year and how I would imagine that's a very motivating factor for your guys. But the fact is, when you go into conference games, um, teams are always going to be giving you their best shot because they know Denver is, is one of the big titans in the league. Um, to see your guys grow over these next couple of non-conference games and then get into Western Illinois on September 25th. Um, what is the biggest change mentality wise um, when it does come down to, all right, now we're in the league. These have a different level of import. Um, how does a team feed off of that going into conference play? Yeah, I think it's just one of those where we have to understand the opponent that we're going to play. Uh, there's a more identity, uh, you know, understanding the identity of each of the teams of the Summit League. Uh, they don't change that much as the years go on. So the way that Western plays us is tough. Uh, they, they try to press us and, you know, they play a certain system. And so, uh, you know, it's about, you know, understanding what sort of problems are going to be presented in that game and making sure that we can solve them, you know, collectively. Uh, you know, I think if 
you look at the weekend ahead, the Air Force Gonzaga, you know, we've been trying to travel all around the country uh, to play. And, you know, I've been disappointed when the committee, uh, the NCAA committee shows up because we don't have enough in-region games. Well, the reality of it is, is we wanted to get in region and we wanted to be, you know, beating Portland's big, you know, uh, going on the road to SMU, getting that result is, is, is big because those are the teams that are in the West region. And so for us, um, you know, these next games, they're vitally important. And then we'll kind of regroup and, uh, you know, go into conference, but we do get everybody's best game. That's what should make it fun. Um, you know, it, I think it definitely makes it more challenging, but for us, you know, as a team that's preparing to win games and knock out football in November, that's what we need, you know, um, you know, we, so, um, we're excited, uh, you know, we're excited about the upcoming games, but, uh, you know, we're, we're really just focused on the training tomorrow. A lot of good stuff coming up for the Pioneers. Denver will be on the road at Air Force coming up on Friday, the 17th of September, then Monday at Gonzaga in Spokane. Uh, a road game will kick off Summit League play on September 25th in Macomb, Illinois against Western Illinois. Uh, and then the Pioneers return home to take on Eastern Illinois on October 2nd uh, back home on campus at DU. I got this note from uh, your fantastic sports information director, Nico Blankenship. 71-8-6 at home, by the way, is that home record. So you all can get your tickets uh, and show up, Pioneer to help this DU program uh, create that atmosphere from last Friday and continue building it as we get deeper and deeper into this season. And uh, excited to see you guys back home. And those Saturday games, I mean, those are so easy for everybody to turn out for. I know you guys had some of the other teams who were already on campus and getting their preseason work or their in-season work already there. They were in the stands on Friday and uh, helping to create that uh, that atmosphere. And we're excited to see you guys back here uh, October 2nd against Eastern Illinois. And we'll be following these next three. Jamie, good luck. Thanks. Yeah, I think for us too, you know, getting on the road, you, you just feel grateful for, for the, our admin, the way that they're handling things. You know, uh, I think when you see these big names or these name schools, you think that the, everything's put together. And then when you get out there, you're just like, you're, 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 you know, and, and, and so you just feel really fortunate for, you know, Stu Hostel, Carlton, um, you know, there, there's just a lot of things that go in, uh, you know, our grounds crew, they've done such a good job. They've worked so tirelessly to get that field, you know, in, uh, you know, in, in, in good playing condition. So there's just so many people behind the scenes, you know, when you play a home game that, that, that make it come to life, you know, our operating team, our event staff, all those people. And so, um, you know, when you asked me the question earlier, like, you know, how is it to be back? It's like, you know, to be in front of those people that work so tirelessly to put on that event for our student athletes, it's just, it's awesome. It's kind of overwhelming the support that we have. And, uh, you know, we almost packed the house the other night. So we're just excited, uh, you know, to keep that going. And, and uh, you know, for us, it's, uh, you know, keeping that, that home streak alive is what makes it special because you want to come out to a game and, and you want to see a winner. So that's what we try to provide. Can't wait to see it again coming up in early October. He is the Jagged Sheila Weidberg head men's soccer coach, Jamie Franks. DU on the road this weekend at Air Force and Gonzaga. Coach, good luck. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you.